You are listening to A Walk in Their Words. This is Rashid, and he came to America in 2014 from Afghanistan. This is his story. My name is Rashid Ahmad. I was born in Ghazni province in Afghanistan. I was resettled to Buffalo, New York with my family on July 24, 2014. My family consists of my mother, my father, my 21, 17, and 9-year-old brothers, and my 13 and 9-year-old sisters. My father was a doctor who worked with American troops during the war. He had two roles. My father has been an osteologist for over 20 years, but he also a translator for the American troops for over 10 years. In 2011, my father applied for an American visa, and luckily after two long years, we received our visas when we were labeled refugees. The resettlement process was a long process to go through, especially to get our visas. The process started off with a series of interviews my family and I had to go through. Second, we had to do our immunization. Vaccination were very expensive for my family. Vaccination costs around $650 to $750 for each of my family members to get, and we had to get them twice. So we had to get them each year before we came to the United States. The three months wait process after completing the interviews and vaccination was the longest, most stressful part for my family because we have eight people in my family. Then the day came when we found out we were being resettled. I was happy, but a very sad day because we could not tell anyone we were leaving and we had to leave our family, friends, and the home once we knew behind. They gave us five months to prepare for our journey in which we took three long flights that totaled 52 hours to arrive in Buffalo. This allowed all eight of my family members to move to the United States in July 2014. I am fortunate that my entire family was able to resettle to the United States together. I was born and raised in Afghanistan. At age 16, I moved to Buffalo, New York with my family. I grew up in a war country which resulted in me not graduating from high school. When I was given the opportunity to finish my school here in Buffalo, New York, I passed my GED in March 2017. It was not easy to pass the exam since English was not my first language. I failed the exam twice, but I was grateful that I was motivated and surrounded by my teachers and my family members for believing in me to achieve my high school diploma. I started college in fall 2017 at SUNY Erie, known as ACC. My major is liberal arts, science. I spend most of my free time helping and giving back to my community I often volunteer to help refugees and immigrants in Buffalo to translate for them since I was able to speak different languages. I served two terms as student government officer for SUNY Erie. In May 2019, I graduated with distinguished awards and honors. I was the first student at SUNY Erie Community College to graduate with three big awards such as the Chancellor Award, Alias USA First Team Award, and the President Medal. When I was at SUNY Erie, I worked three different jobs, being a full-time student and volunteering within my community. Now I am in my third year of nursing school at Duval College. Currently, I work at Roswell Park as a hospital clinical assistant, and I will be working there as an RN once I graduate from nursing school. 
The journey was not easy, always faced challenges and difficulties, but I made myself a promise when I came to this country to make a better life for myself and my family, and one day all the hard works will pay off. The life my family and I had in Afghanistan was very difficult. The Taliban took total control of Afghanistan in 1996 since Afghanistan had a weak government that couldn't support their citizens, none associated with Taliban. Once they gained power, they start forcing civilians to convert to their ideals or face torture or execution. Example of this are to respect prayer by going to mosque, having women fully covered. Women shouldn't leave the house without the man and that the man should have their beards grown out. Consequently, a civil war broke out. I have always loved learning, even though school in Afghanistan was much different from school in America. It was unsafe to even walk to school. Little children had to walk miles and pass through violent areas and just to get an education. It wasn't uncommon to hear explosions on the squad or even witness shootings. There was no transportation, no supervision by adults, and not even girls couldn't attend schools due to the violence. As a student, it was hard to focus on education during the war. Kids lacked motivation to finish school because they were scared to leave the house. How can a child complete a homework assignment when they have their own life to worry about? Some kids couldn't attend school because they were forced to work to provide money for their family. I didn't have the same opportunity like Americans do. We had no chemistry labs, no gymnasiums, no computers, no sport teams, and no extracurricular activities. I, along with all our students, were beaten by teachers. We would perform poorly in our subjects. This led to high dropout rates and illegal activities. As a result, students started to make their own gangs, which often fought violently for power, and some students crossed the border to neighboring countries, such as Pakistan and Iran, illegally. Even as I share my story with you today, all violence and challenges continue for many families that are similar to mine and yours. People are facing racism because of the caste system that exists in Afghanistan. Warning tribes and alliances continue to fight for control of the country, which prevents Afghanistan from obtaining peace. Recognizing that violence was getting worse, my family knew it was time to leave the country. As a refugee, I had to go through everything all over again in order to have a better, safer, and healthier life. For me, everything was new, something it was hard to deal with. Buffalo culture, which is the people and their lifestyle, was completely different. Learning English was different, and it's too cold in Buffalo. The hardest part out of all of these new changes was learning a new language. My family and I struggled with English, but we all tried so hard to learn it. In Buffalo, I helped him take care of my younger brother and sisters, who were twins. It was hard moving to somewhere that has another language, and I have a lot on my shoulder, since I was the only person in my family who could speak, read, and write English well. This means I have to help them with paperwork, trips to the doctor, and handling the expenses. I know it takes time, patience, and commitment, but it's very frustrating when I knew the words in my native language, which is dairy, but I can't translate them into English. When we arrived in Buffalo with my family, I were welcomed by Juniors and Refugee Services. Juniors and Refugee Services define refugees as people who have fled their homes, businesses, farms, 
and communities in order to escape war and persecution, which is exactly what we had to do. We were assigned a case manager, Ellie Berger, who had the task of assisting us during the resettlement period, which is the first 90 days that a refugee is in their new country. Ali and Juniors ended a lot for us when we arrived. They provided and helped with all of the core services that we needed, paying auto bills, providing food and clothing, and ruling myself and my siblings in school, and they took us all to our appointments. She looked after us until we got familiar with our surroundings. We were starting a new life, and we soon realized it was not going to be easy. I don't think I would have finished high school getting my associate degree or going for a bachelor degree in nursing if it wasn't for Junie's Dan or my caseworker, Ellie Berger. I am forever grateful for all the work Junie's Dan and my caseworker has done for me and my family. One of my good memories was when I crossed the stage in May 2019 and graduated from SUNY Ely Community College with an associate degree in liberal arts science. I was the first student from SUNY Ely to graduate with three different awards. I received the President Medal, the All-USA First Team Scholarship Award, and the Chancellor Award. Graduating with honors from the community college and continuing my group education in a private college to get a degree in healthcare and being able to work in one of the best hospitals in the United States. It made me and my family proud to get an education and make a better life for myself and my family. I'm excited to finish school in a year and get my bachelor's degree in nursing, continue working, and eventually go back for my master and my and become an NP or a CRNA. There are many things I miss about my home country. I miss my family, all my friends, the celebration we had during Ramadan, the wedding I attended, the weather, the smell of canned foods and perfumes, the music, and just being able to fly a kite in my country. However, I'm happy to be in Buffalo and to be given all the opportunities to fulfill my dreams and have the life I have always wanted and to be able to share that with my father, my mother, my brothers, and my sisters. One thing I love about America is that this country was built by immigrants and refugees. It gives you the freedom and there are endless opportunities to make a better life for yourself and others. This country has the rights, constitutions, which protects their citizens and residents. But one thing I feel that hasn't changed is racism, which I was faced once when I was working in a restaurant and somebody made a comment about the color of my skin and about my name. And still today, it hasn't changed, which is unfortunate. I would like to let everyone know that nobody likes to leave their country some are forced to leave their country, some are moved out of their country to make a better life for their family, for their kids, just like my father did. My father was a doctor for over 20 years. He left everything behind for his kids, for us to have a better life, to go to school, graduate, get a job, and stay safe. One more thing that refugees and immigrants are the most hard-working people in this country. For those who are new to this country, I would like them all to know that this country is the land of opportunities. This country gives you the freedom to do anything you want and fulfill your dreams and nothing can stop you 
but make sure you believe in yourself. Make sure you make a better life for yourself and your family. For all of you out there who are new or who are arriving to this country, I would like you all to work hard, get your education if possible, make a better life for yourself and others. There are endless opportunities in this country, and make sure you use them wisely. And be a good person and give back to your community. We need to support each other, such as buying locals. Like, if there are any local immigrants or refugee shops that we have plenty in Buffalo, we can always support them, their businesses. We can always support refugees who come to this country by volunteering to help them learn the language, help them to get familiar with the city, with the culture, with the people. I'm so blessed that Buffalo is unique and is diverse, and I know we can do a lot better, and we are doing great things in Buffalo. I would like all our representatives, elected officials, and others to sign petitions, let the leaders of this country know that refugees and immigrants are always welcome to this country. We can advocate for refugees and immigrants. We could help them, advocating for them and always looking after them. That's what makes this country great. Thank you. A Walk in Their Words is produced and edited by the Center in Utica and the International Institute of Buffalo. We would also like to thank our partners, Catholic Charities of Buffalo, Catholic Family Center, Journey's End Refugee Services, the College of Southern Idaho Refugee Center, and the United States Committee for Refugees and Immigrants. And lastly, thank you to the clients who chose to tell their stories. We appreciate your time and bravery.